This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Sean is off on the media launch for the Ram 1500 pickup truck, so I'm filling in for now. Yesterday, we reported that the Biden administration is going to back off somewhat on the tough emission regulations for ICE cars, but we didn't have any details. Well, today, we know a little bit more about it. The EPA originally wanted emission regulations so strict that automakers could only meet them if EVs accounted for 60% of their new car sales by 2030 and 67% by 2032. Now, Reuters reports that with the new regs, EVs will account for less than 60% of sales by the end of the decade, but we don't know how much less. It seems to us that the EPA and the Biden administration are being deliberately vague about this. They don't want to enrage environmentalists or automakers or car dealers or even the UAW, so they're keeping it vague. The auto industry argues that EVs are still too expensive for most consumers and that more time is needed to develop the charging infrastructure. And yet, while these rules are being delayed reportedly because of a dramatic slowdown in the sales of electric cars, the numbers are not as bad as everyone's making them out to be. Yeah, it is true that the growth of EVs slowed dramatically in the U.S. last year, but they're still growing. W.P. Brown Consulting, which does sales forecasting, predicts that EV market share will come in at 9.7% this year, up 2 percentage points from last year. It's also forecasting that EV sales will hit 1.57 million units, up from 1.1 million last year. That's an impressive 42% EV growth rate. Brown forecasts that Tesla will sell 710,000 new vehicles in the U.S., while other automakers will sell 850,000, the first time they sell more EVs than Tesla does. But the real story is the EV segment is growing strong and far faster than any other part of the market. This chart that we put together shows EV sales numbers since 2020 and the percentage change from year to year. As you can see, the growth rate dropped off significantly last year, but if W.P. Brown forecasting is right, then the growth rate is going to take a nice bounce upward this year. And speaking of electric cars, Volkswagen is teasing the latest addition to its EV lineup. Meet the ID.7 Tourer, a station wagon version of the Fastback ID.7 sedan. VW describes this as one of the first estate cars in the upper mid-size class. Estate cars are what they call station wagons in Europe, and while wagons have pretty much disappeared in the U.S. market, they're quite popular in Europe. VW released very few technical details about the car, but it's undoubtedly identical to the ID.7 sedan. What VW did say is that under ideal conditions, the ID.7 Tourer will have a 685-kilometer range. That's 425 miles. We estimate that under the EPA testing in the U.S., that would translate to about 331 miles. But we'll probably never know for sure, because we think it's unlikely that Volkswagen will sell this car in the American market, even though other media outlets speculate it could be sold in the U.S. The car will come standard with an augmented reality head-up display and seat massagers are available, and in Europe, the base price 
is around $61,000. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. That price war in China shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, now it's spreading to cars with IC engines. BYD recently launched updated versions of two plug-in hybrid models with a starting price of only $11,000, which is lower than some of its ICE competitors. BYD is also gearing up to launch a new version of its Dolphin all-electric crossover that's expected to have an even lower starting price. The current model costs $14,500 in China, and we'll find out how much the new one costs when it debuts this Friday. The Dolphin is currently available with a 45 kilowatt hour battery that provides 420 kilometers or 261 miles of range, but that's based on the Chinese test procedure. The new Dolphin will also offer a 60 kilowatt hour battery with 520 kilometers or 323 miles of range. Two years ago, Toyota paused sales of the Land Cruiser in the U.S., but as you probably know, that vehicle has a near cult-like following. So now the big, rugged SUV is back with an all design and powertrain. It has a boxier, more off-road look, like its Jeep and Bronco competitors, and it's built on the same platform as the Tundra, Sequoia, and Tacoma. It's only offered with a 2.3-liter turbocharged hybrid engine that's made into an 8-speed automatic. And while the purists will wish there was a V8 under the hood, that 4 produces 326 horsepower and 465 pound-feet of torque. And it gets an EPA-rated 23 miles per gallon combined. It also features full-time four-wheel drive with center and rear locking differentials. The new Land Cruiser will arrive in dealer showrooms this spring with a starting price of $57,445, including destination charges. Over the last 40 years, the size, weight, and horsepower of vehicles in the U.S. have increased dramatically. According to EPA data, vehicles are 25% heavier, their footprint is 6% bigger, and the horsepower under the hood is up by 100%. It's not so much that the vehicles themselves have grown that much, as it shows that the market has shifted so heavily from sedans to SUVs and pickup trucks. But here's a fascinating tidbit. Even though vehicles have never been bigger and heavier and faster, last year they achieved the highest ever fuel efficiency and the lowest emissions. Over the last five years, the EPA says Toyota, Kia, and Mercedes-Benz reduce CO2 emissions the most, while Mazda, General Motors, and Honda increased theirs the most, all because of a shift to bigger vehicles. And obviously, all electric automakers like Tesla have zero tailpipe emissions. Hey, don't you love that new car smell? Well, how about getting a car that tantalizes you with a variety of different aromas? To enhance the in-vehicle experience, Lincoln is offering a curated collection of scents for the new Nautilus, which were created by perfumiers working in collaboration with Lincoln designers. 
A total of seven scents are available, and they're designed to help improve the owner's mood while driving. The scents come in a cartridge that features a microchip, and it's plugged into the center console. And then, with a touch of the center stack touchscreen, you can infuse your cabin with anything, from an earthy sense of cedar to hints of juicy melon. Breathe deep, my friends. Does life get any better than this? Okay, one more thing before we go. What are the best cars on the road today? And which are the worst? Which automakers are coming out with the coolest features? And who's cluttering up the dashboard with gimmicks that don't really work? That's going to give you a flavor of what AutoLine After Hours is going to be about this Thursday. We've got two of the best-known car critics coming on the show, Henry Payne from the Detroit News and Mark Phelan from the Detroit Free Press. They probably test drive more new cars than just about anybody on the planet, and they have a thing or two to say about what they like and what they don't. So join us for what promises to be a very engaging and highly opinionated free-for-all. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game.